MMAshows.com, bringing you our very first Emergence podcast, discussing the first nine episodes of season number one. My name is Jay. I'm here with two amazing co-hosts. I got Pete. What's going on, Pete? What up? And I have Ariel here with me. How are you, girl? Good. How are you? Doing all right. You guys ready to talk some Emergence, one through nine? Heck yeah. Do it. Let's do it. All right, let's get into the premise of the show. Quite simply this, a plane crashes, the local cop shows up to the crash site. There's a little girl amongst the wreckage. She decides to take home for whatever reason, finds out this girl is maybe not who she seems. Family figures out has some extraordinary powers, might be the way to put it. And because of these extraordinary powers, it creates a little chaos, not just for that family, but for the people in the town that surround that family. So now we have good guys, bad guys, guys we're not sure about, all because of a plane crash and a little girl that happened in the middle of the small town in Long Island. So now we know what it's about. For people that aren't watching the show, why should they watch it? I think every episode gets better, and I think it also, it never stops shocking you. I kind of feel like the first episode I watched, I was like, all right, there's a plane crash. The little girl's got a weird thing going on. Oh, this happened, this happened. But every episode almost ended on a cliffhanger and I was like, I need to watch the next episode because I have to know what happens next. And then they dropped the mid-season finale, which now I'm sitting here staring at the screens waiting for January 7th to come. I think it's the perfect mix of drama compared to sci-fi where throughout the season as I'm watching the shows and the episodes, I'm trying to figure out, is this a drama? Or is this a sci-fi show? Because I had no clue. I just went into a blind. And I mean, the idea that I can get both and not get tired of either one, I felt like really keeps it fresh and interesting every episode to keep me coming back. I agree with that. I think there's a nice fine balance between getting invested in the characters and their everyday lives. Mm -hmm. And then like the cops and robbers feel where they're trying to outrun somebody one episode. But then, oh no, somebody's sick the next episode or there's divorce drama. I think it has a little bit of something for everyone. I agree. I think it's a good show that covers a little bit of everything. And it's one of those shows where you're never quite sure what you're going to get every week. It does Mm -hmm. a good job of keeping you on your toes, keeping you entertained. And I really do think it's a a great show about making you want more. You mentioned the uh, mid-season finale. Like, how can you wait for the next episode? Give it to me now. I need to know what's going on. I'm still mad about it. Speaking of that mid-season finale, I'm sure this will fall into that. If you haven't watched, be prepared. There could be spoilers from here on out because we're going to talk about some scenes from the first uh, part of the season and we're going to get into how we think maybe the first season will end. What are some of your favorite or, or impactful moments from the show you just have to discuss? I think for me, Jay, you watched it first and you were like, you're not going to see it coming. So I was purposely looking for little tiny things that seemed out of place. And I was like, oh, it has to be this. And then I would get the next episode and it would be, no, it's not that. And by the time I got to episode nine, I was like, I have no freaking clue what I'm looking for. And there was little things that I thought were off, but it was not what I thought it was going to be at the end. And I still did not see any part of that reveal coming. And it really makes me mad because looking back now, it's so obvious. And yeah. I think that really talks to the writing and how they put the show together because I don't think many people saw it coming. And that's pretty amazing in today's day and age. Yeah. Pulled a pretty good fast one there. Pete, what about you? All right. Well, let me tell you how good this show is. All right. This show is not 
a show that I would watch. Not my cup of tea at all. I would I would be like I would turn I would turn the show off on any other show, but the writing was so good that I, I like to figure stuff out. So when I'm listening to a sh- watching a show and listening to you know different theories and stuff about the show, I like to follow the trail. And this these writers, like I said, they buried the breadcrumbs, the trail of breadcrumbs that led you to where you are now. They've dropped a lot of hints throughout the season that I picked up on because I've been doing this podcast and thing for a little bit now. I I rock it with subtitles and I analyze and I pause things that I think might be important and. I just have, have, have a good eye for remembering things that happen, especially when you get to binge it in a row, episode after episode. So I followed mm-hmm. the trail, and by episode nine, I knew that there was going to be something happening. I just I, – I, I didn't know which exact direction they were going to go. So kudos to them for keeping me on my toes. Even though I was on their trail the whole time, they still got me. Good show, better writing. I also think that the special effects in the show were really good. There's a particular scene or a couple scenes where you see Piper's powers at play and just there's a scene in a junkyard where Joe is at with her um, deputy, I guess he would be, Chris. And it's just amazing watching it all kind of from a obviously non-supernatural standpoint in like a life like this. Because just imagine being an everyday person and like looking in the back of a car and seeing what you see or being in the car with the daughter and the grandfather and experiencing that, like, I think that's amazing. And then they did a really good job because it looked real. Yeah, I think I agree with all that. I think some of the things for me are really just some of the shocks along the way. Emily, huge surprise. Uh, Kincaid melting, big surprise. I love that. I want to use that. Uh, All breadcrumbs. Obviously, Benny and Helen at the end of uh, episode nine. Traitor. Even uh, even uh, maybe on a smaller aspect of things, learning that there was a whole village or town where Piper lived that I'm assuming others of the same lived. Who knew? Just a lot of uh, holy smokes moments for me along the way that, God, I could probably list 10 of them easily. Um, in nine episodes that uh, I think they all just make a big impact. And I think it, it just, it doesn't just keep you on your toes. It makes you rethink everything. Like, you know, you talk about the, the Benny thing afterwards, I went back every episode, like, how did I miss that? How did I miss that? I should have picked up on that. Should have picked up on that. Why did I miss that? How did I not realize this? So all that for me, you put that in one big package, nine episodes worth of, I don't want to just say shock value, but, the fact that you could catch me off guard all those times, I love it. I think that also talks to the cast, and I think the cast is also very well casted. I think they're all really good in their roles. There's not probably a character I dislike other than the ones you're supposed to maybe dislike, and even those, I kind of feel like I love Emily's craziness. Like I love that she created a robot to kind of mimic what she didn't have in her childhood. I love Chris as the deputy. I think he's a total perfect fit against Joe. She's badass. And Piper, I absolutely love Piper. Like, she's a robot, but... She's a creepy little girl. Yeah. She fits the role perfectly. I think she's awesome. I'm sad Kincaid is dead. Am I the only one? I kind of like that guy. I mean, if you're gonna go out, I think being like, you know, melted into just bloody goo is pretty cool. Just Mm. saying. I'd rather have him around. I like the guy. I feel bad for him. Oh, yeah. So terrible for the guy that was filthy rich and got screwed over. 
Are you talking about John Locke? <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, he'll forever be John Locke to me. So I'm sorry. I'm going to say that no matter how many shows forever I see him on. It's, hey, John Locke's here. And that's, I, I love his character so much. He's such a great actor that I, I, I yeah. do want to see more. And I wish we could have saw more. And what yeah. a role. What a way to go. Good for him. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. What about Agent Brooks? I feel like nobody's really talking about him. And I feel like he's super shady. I think he's a little bitch. Can I say that? Is that okay? Sure. Yeah, I think he's a little bitch. I don't like him. I don't trust him. I don't. I don't even want him on the show. Let's kill him off. That's what I say. Well, you want to know during during the season when I was following the bread the breadcrumbs, I thought he was a uh, he was going to be a reveal at some point, and he still might be. So that's maybe. Oh yeah, his talk his story's later. not finished. His story. Oh, but finished. no, but I I have I have some theories of myself. Maybe we can talk about a little bit later if you want to stay tuned. He's acting way too good of a guy. I meh. There's yeah, no. That just means he's a Not bad a guy. But what side is he on that he's a bad guy? What kind of what kind of noise was that? What, yeah. what kind it's of a, noise was that? I don't like that? Agent Brooks, and I think he's out for his own team. And I don't think he really cares about any side. I think he just wants to have the nice little finish that says Agent Brooks solved the case. And oh, what compared if- to Benny? who's just a family-loving guy, right? Who's, who's holding up everybody else and not himself at all because I followed his trail, too. And all his trail showed me that Benny he had his own agenda. Guy. Benny. Yeah, Benny's an asshole. Benny had everything. Wow. Tell us how you really feel. At least we agree on something. <laughs> like, I loved Benny. I thought he was funny. I thought he was charming. He was on Joe's side. And, ugh, no. Meh. Bad Benny. Traitor. Bitter. Did you say bad Benny? Like, all sexy, like... <laughs> <laughs> not this kind of podcast bad benny oh yeah no. wow wow i don't think robots go that way all right so only four episodes left in the season which is kind of mind-boggling considering where we are what do you think we're gonna see uh from now to the end agent brooks is gonna die melted <laughs> that's rude that's rude you're gonna feel really bad if he turns out to genuinely be the good guy you're going to feel really bad. I felt bad before for saying things about male characters, so it's fine. Oh, you have a problem with male characters? Apparently so. Wow. All right. I love Chris. Maybe Chris turns out to be the bad guy. Maybe it's all an act. His, like, naive, like, quirky self. Maybe he's the one behind it all. Mm-hmm. I hate male characters named Benny on TV shows called Emergence. <laughs> I, I love characters named Agent Brooks on TV shows called Emergence. So let's just throw that out there, all right? Brooks is going to end up being the, the good guy, the hero at the end of the day. I'm calling it now. You guys are all against him, and I'm on your side. I'm Team Brooks right now. I'm calling it. But going, no forward, in the sh- going forward in the show, I believe that we have a lot more. This reveal is going gonna, is gonna to build now. We're gonna, it's going to unveil itself to all of us of what, it, what the real deal is and maybe get a, a flashback episode. But since we didn't get the big event in the first episode of the show, it means we're going to get the big event at the finale of season mm-hmm. one. Now, I know already, Jay, me and you both don't like cliffhangers that leave us waiting 362 days before. And I do. Start. So I hope that if they do um, a big event, they give you time at the end of the episode to set up the next season so you can kind of talk about where you're going and not necessarily talk about the fallout. Like, I like to see the fallout of the event. So I hope it does that. But I do think we're going to get, like I said, a lot more of this AI stuff 
and a better understanding of what's really going on and where the show is going to go season two because I feel like it might take you know it, it's right now it's balancing drama and sci-fi but it, it might take one one direction either way and I'm waiting to see what happens and how they do it because if they still balance it again in season two I mean that's just genius is Joe gonna get Piper back this season if she does something else terrible is gonna happen to that kid there's no way there's a happy ending well my my thoughts is that if Joe doesn't end up in jail in the next two episodes for all the rules she's been breaking because, you know, everybody gets away with this kind of murder in TV shows. But if she doesn't go to jail and they don't take her out of the game and out of the equation for a little bit to sit her on the sidelines, then no, she's going to, she'll end up seeing Piper again. Absolutely. Because that will be the ultimate end game is her going to rescue Piper from one family when she believes Piper's part of hers now, I feel. So this is going to be a struggle and a custody battle. It's going to get ugly. I'm more concerned about, why was the plane coming from the island? Where did these people come from? Or people, robots, whatever. What the hell was going on in that little weird suburban town in the middle of the island? Who are the splinters? I agree. Is every splinter the same? Are they all part of the same um, creed or culture or whatever you want to call it? Are is, they AIs? That, like... Yeah, are they all AIs? Is it only their group that, that teams with AIs that has regular, regular um, humans? Like, and is everybody, like, yeah, if everybody in Splinter is actually the AI, and then how many more are out there? Is there going to be, like, uh, 20% of the world is this thing? But I do know that when um Alan, in one of the episodes, I don't remember which one, he said that things like this, you know, when you start with one, and then you make another, it, all of a sudden, you know, it's not always going to be the same outcome and the perfect outcome which is going to kind of create a fungus. There could be a fungus, a, a bad seed, so to speak, out of all these. And we don't know which one is going to be. But I do know one thing that I did notice after hearing that line and going back and watching some things. It's that so far all the AIs have revealed themselves to have, you know, extraordinary powers of some sort, except I haven't seen it out of Benny yet. I mean, I saw the reveal, but I didn't see him do anything special. I mean, he got beat down pretty much the whole season like a normal human being. So... You know, is he just, is he, how old of an AI is Benny? Is Benny the original? Does that make, if Benny's the original AI and everything, everybody else is under him, does that make him the father of everybody else, which would make him the father of Piper? Like in some theories we discuss in the video, I'm just saying. Or is he even an AI? That was another theory. The theories were hot. I mean, we discussed them in the video, so you guys definitely need to check that out because we went to work on some good theories and told our, our opinions on them and it was fire. But Jay, and- what you- how do they answer all these questions in four episodes, like Jay said in the beginning? There's so many questions. There's no way you're getting to every answer. And as a viewer, that both entices me to watch season two, ABC, let's make that happen. Or it can piss people off, which at the same time, you want the answers, but you also don't want everything answered going into a new season. So either there's I'm more- a, I'm going to tell you exactly how this season ends. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, boy. You're going to get nothing. You're going to get no answers. Next four episodes are going to be Joe going after Piper, but not being able to reach her. We're going to see more of the Splinter group trying to interfere with Joe and the things that are going on. It's just going to be one cat and mouse game after another, after another for the next four episodes. However, the cliffhanger at the end, as we're seeing them kind of fight one another to get Piper back or retain control of Piper, whatever the heck you want to call it. Remember in the walking dead? I don't, I don't even remember what season six seven at one point uh the group kind of looks out across the pasture and there's like 
thousands upon thousands upon thousands of walkers. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. It was like this huge reveal, like, holy crap, there are so many of them. I think we're going to get something similar to that in the finale that we're going to see. Holy crap. This world is filled with AI people. And we had no idea. Cut to black. Wait till season two to find out what happened. See, Jay, I thought about this. I thought about the same theory. And it's kind of like what happened in Heroes when you end up so many, you know, people out there that are part of the Heroes group or whatever. But I really hope that that's not what happens because then if you, re, you know, if you reveal that there's so many AIs, now you're kind of forcing your hand to, to you know, you're, you're revealing your hand saying, hey, we're a sci-fi show. Because I feel like it's really hard to keep that family drama going, you know, if you have all these AIs because then you have to introduce these new characters in the next season and it takes away from the Joe Piper aspect, which is what brings which is why i'm here i'm with you I'm you know what i'm you. saying so like i really hope that it's something a little different than that as far as you know if there is a cliffhanger but i do hope that there isn't that they just answer the question and start you for the new season that this is this is what's going on and these are the threats and this is who we're going after not you're gonna see all these thousands of ais and then season two episode one we're gonna meet sarah connor so you think this is a prequel <laughs> 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 who knows who knows yeah i don't agree with that i mean i could see it happening because if you look back where joe first tells chris about the whole like ai situation he's like yeah okay sure why not but at the same time i think it makes it unique that there's only maybe a handful out there and then if you find out there's these people have been living between you between us for how many decades? I kind of feel like you have to go the generic like war on the world of each other, AIs versus humans. I really don't want it to go that route. I think you could do a lot more with the show if you go another route. So. What if it's not even AI? What if that's just to throw us off and these are really aliens? Well, yeah, okay. generic. That's okay. But here's the thing: if you do the reveal that there's so many of these out here, I feel like I, you know it, it's predictable. I've seen it in other shows, Travelers, Heroes. It's been done. I challenge the writers because they've done such a great job of, of not having me fall into that loop with season one that I challenge them in season two to, to if they are going to make this big fancy reveal, then at least keep me, keep me on my toes because I don't believe it's going to happen. So I challenge them because there's got to be something different. It, this show is too good to have such a predictable ending. I'm sorry. It, it's going to be something different. And I, and my bold prediction is it's going to blow your mind, Jay. Right. There's a lot of things going on. Um, honestly, I feel like it is alien and not AI robots. I think it's, or if it is AI robots created by an alien presence, but if they go that direction and dig too far into it, they, they're going to turn it into a sci-fi thing. It's kind of like why Colony did a good job by um, getting rid of the factory before it became a centerfold of the show. Right. So like, I feel like, yeah, you have to, if you're going to, maybe the origin would be an alien form, but you can't go that direction. You can only go with a piece of knowledge of why it's there. But I do believe that there's two separate groups and there's going to be the good guys and the bad guys. And the reveal is that we haven't met the bad guys yet. Or maybe the reveal is Joe dies at the end. Maybe Joe's an AI at the end. And that's why she's so connected to Piper and can't let her go. I mean... Oh, 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 what do you mean? No, I... Surprise? Come on. I think the rest of the cast is strong enough that if Joe were to die, that it wouldn't be completely terrible because let's like, let's face it. She gets Piper back. 
what's Joe's motive season two? To chase after Benny, to chase after Helen, to chase after whoever else is in control of this? But anybody can be an AI if they can be reprogrammed at any point in time. Right, but if you're not a robot that was originally created, you're not necessarily AI. I mean, if you're talking about Jay's whole theory on the emergence theory, then maybe, but I think you're going to lose viewers if you go too far into the physics of it. Because Jay tried explaining it to us in the beginning before we started filming this. And I don't know about you, but I was lost a few minutes in. So like, you're talking about everyday TV viewers who are not really sitting down to watch something. Yeah, she's, she's talking about the emergence theory that we didn't put in the podcast because it's way too complicated. But if you want to know what that's about, you can Google the emergence theory and maybe even add in E8 lattice, L-A-T-T-I-C-E. And it will explain a theory in physics, kind of how reality is created in a nutshell. And if yeah. you're having trouble sleeping, you could just contact Jay and ask him to explain it to you and you'll be asleep <laughs> in two minutes. It's better than NyQuil, folks. That's pretty complicated. Yeah, I mean, I think you lose the everyday viewer if you go that deep. Some people might be wanting to go after. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't want to get into that theory too much, but especially, especially because if the creators and the writers are, this is what emergence really is. Then I called it and I want the credit, but there's a way to present that to the average TV viewer and blow their mind. Not even that. That's not what I even mean though. I mean, if you get too far into this, you're going to lose people because it's going to get too complicated to remember. People are, as we know. Have you ever lazy. seen Lost? There's nothing more complicated than the show Lost, and that, that didn't lose anybody. The only thing complicated about Lost is how it's not the greatest show ever made to everybody and not just me and <coughs> half the world. Come on. It, Lost is I great. I haven't seen it. Oh, oh my. I don't even. We can't be friends anymore. I, I, I don't even know. I don't know what to say. Actually, I've seen the first Jay, parts of the season, but I was young and I got told I couldn't watch it. So. Well, you know what? You're old now, and you can watch it, so get to it. Never mind. All right. We're uh, wrapping this up. We got to get going. Uh, so that's uh, episodes one through nine of Emergence So Far, ABC. Comes back January 7th. Make sure you catch up if you are not caught up. Um, we'll come back, probably do another podcast, either right before the finale, maybe right after the finale. We'll do one somewhere surrounding the finale to, to share our thoughts, theories, things going on, so forth and so on. Anyway, thanks for listening. So many shows.com for Pete and Ariel. I am Jay. We are out of here. See you guys later. Say goodbye. Peace.